Hello everybody! Boy, do we have a treat for you today! So, this is gonna be another one of our one-shots that goes up here. Um, I don't know how many parts this will end up being, so... I'll say that now, it could be multiple parts. We'll have to see. But this is a very fun one-shot that I found up on, uh, DM's Guild, called The Madhouse of Tasha's Kiss. And I'll be sure to leave the link, the link in the description in case you want to play with your family games at home. And, um, as you guys all know, I'm Ryan, the DM and one of the hosts here for DM Told Me To. And, uh, we're gonna have some new people and some guest stars playing along with us today. So, um, playing along with me today is Tyler. What's up, everybody? Uh, so, you want me to go into my character first and then, uh, yeah, pass it on? Alright, so, my character today is named Pazaros. He is a black dragonborn male. Uh, class is Bloodhunter. And a little bit about him is uh, he is a sage, and uh, his main um, focus of study is the afterlife. So um, his uh, Hazaro spent years learning the lore of the afterlife. He scoured manuscripts, studied scrolls, and listened to the greatest experts on the subjects who taught him secrets. Secrets he would die before sharing with the living. His efforts have made him a master in his fields of study. By selling his soul to a fiend, when he dies, he will gain unimaginable strength and knowledge over evil. And yeah, uh, I'll pass it on to uh, the next player. Hi, I'm Katie. Um, I'll be playing an elf cleric named Ciro. Um, he's on the younger side for an elf, kind of not too close with his family. But he essentially is going to be playing the medic for the team. He's pretty much, he's patched up a lot of messed up adventures in his time. And so that's kind of what he prides himself on. Um, he isn't that much of a fighter, but will do it if he has to. Kind of closed off, not really like keen on letting people in. Um, and he also wears a lot of layers and is a toasty boy. All right, I'll pass it on. All right. Uh, hi, my name is Tim. I'm new to this thing, but uh, I am playing Tinor, who's a male Goliath, big man. Uh, he's got a background of being orphaned at a young age. Uh, he became a soldier for hire pretty early on in his life. Uh, he's very loyal to his employers. He'll, you know, do whatever they say. Uh, one of his first jobs was to butcher an aristocratic family, and though he's sort of been desensitized to, you know, committing atrocities and all that, uh, over time, the, uh, you know, the kids that he killed, their screams still haunt him and stuff, so. Anyways, I'll pass it on to Becca. Hi, I'm Becca, and today I will be playing Ember, who is a half-elf sorcerer, and... Uh, she had a very peaceful childhood uh, growing up with her single father. Um, and from a young age, but especially after she developed her magic, um, she has wanted to help people and inspire people. So she left home to go spread goodness and good vibes into the world as much as she can uh, to help as many people as she can. Um, and yeah, that's basically the gist of her character. 
Fantastic. Okay, so... I know early on, we, like, before we got to this here, I had, I had all my players here try to roll to see kind of how their characters might know each other's in some ways. Um, is there anybody that would specifically like to share kind of how that their characters know at least a few of the other people in the group? Um, I'll share that uh, I know that I roll for what I rolled for both um, Pazeros and uh, Tyner. Uh, was that um, I was childhood friends with both of them, which I think fits Ember because she's very friendly. Um, and so she probably had a lot of childhood friends. Um, and then for Ciro, we uh, knew each other because we have a sacred oath to make the world a better place together. And so that's how I know the other three. Okay. Uh, I can go next. Um, so... Um, uh, knows Timur? Timor? Tyner. Tynor. Uh, Tynor. Tynor. Oh, Tynor. Tynor. Knew it. Tynor. Um, they were mercenaries in a war together, which uh, Pazeros, uh, his, one of his ideals is uh, the pursuit of knowledge at any cost, even that of a civilization. So going to war is not out of his wheelhouse. Um, and he also knows uh, Ciro from Friends of Friends who traveled together. All right. Um, that just leaves, I think, um, Ciro and Tinor who have dark secret. Only they know. Likely an adventuring job gone wrong. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> yep, you're good. Sorry. No, it's all good. Okay. All right. Do we decide Midnight Brigade? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm cool with that. All right. Have a so yes, I, what you our uh, our team party name is the Midnight Brigade. Brigade. Just rolls off the tongue, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Rolls so much that it stumbles, crashes, and burns. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so... Okay. I'm just finishing up something. Alright, so... You guys are level 6 adventurers. Um, in a group of band that's kind of gotten to know each other pretty well, I'd say, considering you guys now level six, maybe you've gone out to some jobs together, you know, helped the innkeeper take care of some rats, maybe saved a town or two from impending doom, the whole nine yards, you know, by taking out, like, the local crazy. Um, but anyway, so your well-knownness and renownedness has become well-known by one of the local lords in the area. And he's noticed that one of these towns is not paying its taxes. And so he sent some guards to investigate on it, and they haven't returned back in quite a few days. So he's sent out your guys' group known as the Midnight Brigade to go and investigate this town to figure out what's going on here. And you've noticed that on your way to this town, you've seen some posters kind of put up for for this local performer called Tasha's Kiss, and it's advertising her as like a circus performer. 
on these posters on your way to the town. So, I think it's good to start with you guys approaching into the town. Would there be any sorts of small talk going on amongst the group as you guys are traveling? Or you think people are just kind of focused in on the job? What, what would be, what, ugh, gosh, what would we be discussing? Um, Are they in some sort of caravan thing, or are they traveling by foot? The king, or not the king, the lord that was you guys were sent from, he sent most of his supplies with these soldiers. So he asked that you all, while it's tedious, have to walk there. It's not very far from your town that you're in anyway. Maybe like an hour or two by foot. Like it's not, it's not crazy far. Okay, so Ember's curious. definitely complaining about that because she's short and she has short little legs and she doesn't like walking. I will probably Sierra, Sierra be making fun of her. Yeah, I will probably be making fun of both of you then because I am a big man who takes long strides uh, <laughs> and I also like making fun of people, so there you go. Sierra's kind of just silently taking the... I guess teasing and whatever. He's not really going to comment on it, though. It's, it, you can tell it is kind of getting on his nerves. Hazaros mm. is uh, is locked into a scroll that he was uh, reading on the way, so he's not paying much attention to the party. All right. So, as you guys are walking to this town. I'm going to read a little blurb that's written here for you. The village appears to be quite empty and lacking full of life. It resembles that of a ghost town. The streets are empty, yet there's garments hanging on clotheslines, flapping gently with the breeze. Nearby, there appears to be two malnourished horses that are tied to a hitching post in front of a tavern. As you're walking through, the wind picks up a little bit, causing shutters to slam against a small building, breaking the silence. Hazaros looks up from his scroll, confused. Um, Ember's gonna go over and check on the horses and just kind of make sure that they're um, I don't know, just kind of assess the horses, because they look malnourished, yeah, according me, to what you me, said. Yes, um, okay, so my question is, do you want to try to see what else is kind of, like, medically wrong? Like, if there's something else besides malnourishment? If so, I would need a medicine. If you want to investigate into what's going on with them, or how else they're looking, I'll probably just need an investigation. Um, I could do a medicine check. I have a plus five. Zero is the doctor after all. Oh yeah, that would be that would be good. Um all right, let me roll for that. Uh, okay. Plus five medicine check, here we go. Eighteen. Eighteen. How yeah. are these horses doing? So the horses appear to be in the early stages of starvation, and they are severely dehydrated. But nothing else. 
The footprints around them too appear to be very faded. Like it's almost been, it's been quite some time since somebody's been by these horses. All right. Suppose we should look for something to feed them and get them some water. Definitely. Um. Pazuros will go, perhaps we should make a meal of them. No! No! <laughs> That's terrible! We have to help them! I'd like uh. to not walk on the way back, so I'm all for getting them some food and water. Uh, do what you must. Maybe there's something inside the tavern? Wonderful yeah, idea. You're free to waste your time with these horses, but, you know, it's not part of the job, so I'm not going to interest myself in it. Well, not all of us are heartless, I guess. And I guess Ember's going to go into the tavern and see what's in there. Okay. Sarah will follow for now. Ooh, this will be fun. Okay, so as you two are go inside the tavern, I'm gonna need. We'll do this. While you two are going into the tavern, what are the guy? What are uh? What are the two guys outside up to? Uh, I suppose I'm just looking around for points of interest to kind of, uh, you know, scope out the area, see what might be going on. No, that's true. That's fair. Hazaros. Yeah. You know. Um, if you go near the horses, they're they're gonna slowly kind of move away from hearing your comment. <laughs> yeah, Pezeros will uh, stand by the horses outside of the tavern and uh, continue to read his scroll. Okay, so I need everybody, no matter where you are, to give me a perception so we can see what's going on in the place that you're in. In Pazaros's case, here seven is not looking. Seven. I had a plus five for zero. Yeah, you had a plus five to that too, but that's still seven. Oh, Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. That's a good one. Uh, Becca got an A. uh, Ember. Oh no. Uh, One second. Doing too hot. Ooh, this will be fun. Do you also have a plus five that will be a seven? No, I have a negative one modifier. But you got a 17. A 17. Okay. <laughs> Still better than us. <laughs> All right. So uh, Ember and Ciro uh, that are inside the uh, bar here, you guys didn't need to roll super high to see this, but there's a lot of different posters that are set up, except this time it says on them, like the, they kind of resemble the posters that you guys kind of saw on your way to this town. But these ones say things on them like, come one, come all to see the marvelous Tasha's kiss. And it's got just the words written all on it and like kind of circusy writing. For the, for the two guys that are outside. Oh, also inside of there, you guys do see that it's completely empty. Like for being a tavern. There's, like, no signs of, like, there are signs that there were people here, but there's no signs that there's been any people here in a while. 
So not like that there's dust, but like there's plates out with forks and knives and cups that are out. And maybe there's like a few broken bottles that are there from wind knocking them off a counter. But that's that's about it. You guys do see that there's some few little like um, jars of like water and other sorts of liquids in there from being by the bar inside of this tavern. But there appears to be nobody around. So there's no food, but there's like jars of water? From what you can see, there's like uh, different liquids too. Maybe there's like ale and juice and other sorts of like liquids that are there alongside water. Because it, it, it is like a bar that's in this uh, tavern here. Uh, so, do Tinora and Pazero see anything outside? Yes, I will, I'll let the two inside finish and then I'll jump right to you guys. All right, sounds so, good. Yeah. So what would you guys like to do inside? Um, I'm going to grab... There is some food out on like tables that are set up. Now, some look like oh, partially okay. eaten. Maybe some bugs got to some of them as well. Okay. Um, well, Ember's gonna grab uh, some of the jars let, that look like they have water in it hmm. and some of the better looking food remains and take it out to the horses. That's her plan. Sierra's uh, probably gonna give like a look around. Um, he'll let Ember do that, though. And instead, he'll maybe take a look at the poster. Okay. It seems to be, like, plastered everywhere. Yeah, do me a favor. Um, And this actually says it right here in the booklets. And you were specifically saying you'd like to look at the poster. So, give me an intelligence. Do you happen to know, like, would your character happen to have heard of the name Tasha's Kiss before? Um, so give me an intelligence check. And it's like, this thing's broken down in many different categories. So depending on what you do, I can tell you more or less. Oh, that's a Great. seven. Another seven. Uh, yeah, no, you have no idea. Sorry. It wouldn't be right, uh, well, history. I can, grab, well, I can grab the poster and bring it out to everyone else. It doesn't well, no, yeah, like it says a, a successful, um, I'm it. sorry, yes, that is a history check. I don't know if your history is a higher model. Oh, history? I'm sorry. It does um, say history. I have, a plus, I have a plus five for that. Okay, should so I that's a should 10. Should I or should I, should I just we'll, take a we'll 10? Do, we'll take the 10, because the 10 is okay. actually something. Um, From what you can make out, from what you've heard with the 10, the name Tasha's Kiss... The thing that's ringing in your head is like that it's some sort of jester. Okay. That's what you're able to get from that tent. Right. So, with them doing that inside, the two guys that rolled really well outside of here. Mm-hmm. Tyner that rolled a 21. Actually, we'll do Pazos first, because Pazos rolled less, because I want Tyners to be good. Pazos that rolled a 17. You're able to see very faintly down what looks to be towards where the middle of this town would be. Some red and white, or so, so I'm sorry, some black and red type of checkered patterns that seems very outside of the norm for these kind of buildings that are here. And you're able to make that out of further away. And Tyner, while you're looking in kind of the same direction that Pazaros is, you hear the very faintest sound of a young person crying in that direction. Mm. Are there uh, any flyers around outside as well? Of the, oh, uh, yeah, no, these surface. flyers are posted up kind of all over. All right, so. I would also like to take Because you did mention that you wanted to look at the flyers earlier as well. I do remember you saying that. So, yeah, yes, so I you like as well to... can give me a history to see if you've heard of it. All right, so that is a plus zero for me, I believe. Yeah, so... <laughs> eight. Eight. With an eight, you're, you don't know anything. 
right. you're just kind of uh, like, I is was, there like I a, a location or date on the thing? Because that's mainly what I'm looking for. It just says things along the lines of come one, come all to see the marvelous Tasha's kiss. And then it says, look for the big tent mm. on some of them. Good. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll comment to Pazaros. Hey, you think this event has anything to do with all the people missing? Maybe we should look for this big ten. I see some sort of checkered thing over there. Could be that. Seems to be someone in that direction as well. Yes, I noticed uh, the pattern as well. It's worth a look. suppose once the other two get out here and finish with the horses or whatever, we'll start making our way over. Uh, yes, Pazaros will let out a small roar and yell for the other two to hurry up. Yeah, so Shiro, as you're, um, Shiro, as you're looking at the poster and you see Ember's kind of like gathering like some of these cups of water and she's picking up maybe like some of the stuff that hasn't like fruit has gone bad, but she finds some, some like middle sections of bread that haven't gotten as hard as like the ends have. So she's able to mm-hmm. get some of those. And all of a sudden you guys hear Pazaros yell, Hurry up in there! Okay. Zero kind of just like looks at Ember and nods and heads towards the door. Yeah, Ember just, you know, with whatever's in her hands, just kind of brings it outside uh, and puts it in front of the horses and because that's all she can really do. You can bring the water to the horse, but you can't make it drink. Oh dang! Oh, we'll make it. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like to roll to intimidate the horse into drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Uh, all right, so you guys come back out. Tell me, uh, tell me how Amber goes about uh What goes on here? Oh, what she does? Yeah. Um. Well, she just like comes out. She puts the bread. And the jars of water in front of the horses. And then she, you know, gives them a couple of, like, pats. Um, okay, give me stuff. an animal handling. I'm only saying that because you wanted to touch the horse. Which is fine. Yeah. I just, you know, we have to see how they react to, to this. Okay. Uh... Oh, no. Well, okay, you had a plus five for animal handling, which is a nine. If that was a four, that'd be a lot worse, okay? Yeah. So let's just look at it as, as it's a nine. The horses are indifferent. They're like, okay. this person has brought us food. It is a stranger. And somebody that we kind of assume is, is the friend of this person wa- joked about trying to kill us. So I guess they're bringing us food? Is kind of what's going through their head. Like, So... They're indifferent. They're kind of like, maybe like a little scared of you, but they see that you have food. So they're like skittishly picking at the bread and slowly eat, drinking the water because they haven't had stuff in a long time. So. Aww. But yeah. So what is, uh, with the, I'll let you guys just continue. So, yeah. Ember, you guys see Ember gives the, gives the animals their food and water. All right. So we see some checkered building off in the distance, and we hear signs of life coming from that way, so uh, 
Pezaros and I feel that it would be best to mosey on over there and see what's going on. Okay. Yes. Are you quite done with your horses? Yes, I'm done with my horses. Thank God. Let's get back to this mission. All right. All so, right. I assume you guys, you guys, like you said, are going to be heading towards heading towards the tent there. Yep. Okay. The clanking of armor ringing as we shuffle down this road. As you guys are approaching more and more towards this tent, you hear now the sounds of a... You hear muffled cries coming from the tent. And that seems to be the only sound that's now breaking this ghostly silence besides, like, the chink, chink, chink of, like, you guys walking with your metallic armor and such. Otherwise, you hear the sound of just this weeping... Crying coming from inside the tent. Uh, I'll call out, see if there's any response. Hello? Anyone in there? You hear? Hello? Um, who's there? We're sent by the Lord to check up on this town. Apparently you guys haven't been paying your dues. Uh, seems pretty abandoned to me, so I'd imagine that's why. Is everything all right? He goes, ah, um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I've been, I've been trying to, to take care, care of myself, but I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. It sounds Do you know like where a... everyone is? He goes, um, I, I don't know who's there. Could, could you come inside? How are we feeling? I yeah. don't like... Better be careful. Ken? Because it's, it's sus that there's, you know, people missing everywhere. So, yeah. I believe Zero has detect magic, which I can use to see if there's something going on inside. So am I allowed to cast that? Oh, yeah. So you guys are allowed to do whatever we, we you want. We use the detect magic. Okay. And this is from outside the tent. Um, yeah, we're... I mean, it says, I think within 30... Yeah, within 30 feet. So anything... I'll sense anything within 30 feet of myself. Okay. Zero. You are sensing a very large and immensely strong magical thing coming from inside this tent. It does not appear to be coming straight from where you would guess the sound is of this child inside. It sounds like it is further inside than where the child is. If that helps. Right. Is that kind of what the spell says? So you're not sensing any sorts of magic coming from this, this child, but you're sensing something immensely strong and magical coming from almost the middle of the tent. Okay. And you learn at School of Magic as well. So, can I tell what kind of magic is this, um, like, aura? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, Actually, give me a second. I might actually be able to have an answer for you. Um, nice. So, you sense the School of Magic, you say? Yeah. Um, I have to look up what this is. 
is a necromancy. Sounds lovely. The rest of the party about that, because, you know, seems important to do so. So, Ciro's going to cast Detect Magic. He'll pick up on the thing. I and will say, say, again, that... you don't sense anything from the ch from the child. So yeah. It's not like the child is so... just weeping of necromancy. It's something from yeah. further inside this tent. So, Ciro, he'll say, it should be safe to get the child. I don't sense anything on them. However, there is something going on in that tent. But it's mm -hmm. at the far end. But I don't like the feeling of this. Uh, I'll shout back to the child. Why don't you come out here, boss? I can't speak for Pazzy Boy over here, but I promise I don't bite. He goes, uh, okay. Uh, sounds good. I I just wanted to be able to see who you guys were. And this young boy kind of comes walking out. I want to see. I think mm. they have an age. Uh, oh, they just describe him as a young lad. So I suppose he is young lad. <laughs> we can say around the age of, we'll say... Hey. Young. <laughs> Around the age of young. Around the, the age of young. The ripe age of young. <laughs> yeah, so this young boy comes uh, comes out. A young lad. He himself seems like his clothes are a little dirty. Um, but otherwise he seems well fed, unlike the horses. Mm. If that helps everybody with descriptions. He goes, right. Okay, well, now that I can see you guys, I uh I I can answer, I guess, your questions if you if you have them. Alright, uh... Are you alright, kid? Why were you crying? He goes, Well, I've been... Uh, well, I... You see, I've been trying to get into where I, I think my, my family is. I, I'm hoping that they could come back, but they I just go and wait, and they don't they don't come back. Do you think they're in the tent? He goes, uh, well, they're inside the thing inside the tent, mister. Oh, what's your name? I'm Tinor. It, it's a pleasure. He he looks and he goes, uh, hi, hi, Tinor, you're tall. Indeed. Uh, what's the thing in the tent? Do you goes, know? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. It's a, it's a wagon. Mm. Wagon? Yeah. It's got steps, and whenever I try to open the door, I can't get the door open. So I, I just, I just kind of, you know, uh, wait for my family to come back. I see. Hmm. As he's talking, he do I see like... if he looks malnourished at all? Like he looks horses? fine. He looks completely yeah. fine. Sierra is thinking because that is probably where that energy is coming from, either the wagon itself or something in the wagon. But the fact that the wagon door is, like, locked, maybe. Yeah, I will say, wagon. you guys have not seen the wagon yet. Otherwise, I would show it to you if you did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys are still outside, yeah. But from, uh, from the information, he's trying to piece things together mentally. Yeah. Um, uh, goes, do you know if there's anyone else inside the tent? He goes, uh, no, well, I come here, like, every day. It's been, like, five days now. Um, so, but everyone kind of went into the wagon and hasn't, hasn't come back. We all kind of came here to see the show. And although the clown lady was very pretty, I, I don't like clowns. They, they scare me. And, uh, yeah. So 
no one else is in, is inside the tent. It's been just me. I, I can't find anybody else. So, Is this the clan lady? And I show him the poster that I snagged from the tavern. And he goes, Ah, oh, yep, that's her. That's uh, Tasha's kiss. That's yucky. But yeah. He goes, he goes. Right. She wore red and black clothes, had a white face, a floppy hat. It had bells on it. Alright, and that's her wagon? Yeah, it has her name on it. So I think it's hers. Okay. Uh, what kind of show was going on in here? He goes, well, I was outside playing while the other villagers kind of watched her perform. And, uh, and I guess I just didn't notice it. It got quiet. Uh, but it, it got quiet. And I was busy playing with sticks and rocks. But they were seeing her kind of, I don't know, I heard music, but that was about it. And then it all got quiet. And then I looked around the town for my family, and I saw them go inside the tent, but I, I didn't really see them come out. And I peeked in, and I saw them all walk into the wagon. Like, the everyone that's there just got up and went into the wagon, I guess. The entire mm. town fit into the wagon? Yeah, I'm kind of confused on that too. But I saw a lot of people walk in there, like like I saw my family, like my father, my mother, my big sister. She went inside. Yeah. All right, kiddo. Why don't you go back to the town? We'll handle things from here. He goes. I I I just wanted to be be with my family again. I I I'd like to go with you guys if possible. Don't worry, kid. We'll make sure your family gets back all right. You can go to the town and wait for them. He goes, I, if I'm being honest, mister, you're the first people I've kind of seen in five days, and I'd like to not be alone anymore if possible. How about you go visit the horses? There's a couple horses in town. They're good company, apparently. He goes, but, but, mister, I, I, I don't know what happens if somebody comes when you guys aren't here, because you, you look tough, and you points at your muscles, he goes, like, that's the size of my head, and, and, you know, I, I, I've been trying to take care of myself, I, I've been eating my food, I tried making food with some flour, it didn't work good, and, and, you know, I, I, I'd like to go with you guys, if impossible, because you guys seem big and strong and tough, I go, flex, flex, oh, look at that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my name is Gentry, by the way. It's nice to meet you, Gentry. Meet you. Rose grows tired of waiting. He goes, I can show you guys where the wagon is. Yeah, you can show us where the wagon is. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see inside, too, because I want to see where my family went. He seems pretty persistent for being a young boy. Ezra leans down, though, and says, make sure not to touch a thing. Understood? And stay close to us. Okay, 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 okay. I will intimidate him if I have to. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of rolled his eyes. Okay, okay, okay. I won't won't touch anything. Good, good. Oh, if I had... uh, You kind of asked about the whole town. Um, yeah, I never really counted people, because that's that's a big number. Uh, Highest (laughs) I ever got... Let me see. The biggest number I know, 53. Yeah, there's like 53 people. Quite a... Big town, the fit in a wagon. Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, okay, so 
I've been trying to get the doors to it open, but I can't get open. I come every morning, hopefully they come back and, you know, but they're not here. So, anyway, follow me! And he turns around and he walks back through the tent. Alright. Uh, I will follow behind him and also unsheath my greatsword to be ready for any potential danger. Good call. Good Fantastic. call. Sarah will follow with his long sword. Okay, I will show you guys. So as you guys walk in, you see that there's kind of like rows of like stone slab kind of um uh seats built into the earth here. Kind of like if this was like an amphitheater for people, and they just kind of built this circus tent over the top of where an already existing amphitheater was. If you guys can picture that there. And mm. uh, in the middle here of this amphitheater, you guys see this this wagon set up here. So I'll describe it. Tasha's wagon. Tasha's wagon is an amazing piece of work. Its exterior is well constructed and it's embellished with gold foil scroll work. Across each side of the wagons are the words Tasha's Kiss. You guys see that there appears to be wooden steps that go up to the top of it. And yeah, it definitely doesn't look like it could hold uh, 50-ish people. Hmm. And is, can I tell now if this is the thing? Like, can I tell if it's the wagon itself or it's something in the wagon that's... Um, it is something in the wagon. Okay. So Gentry goes, watch, do you want me to see? I'll try to open the door. I'll show you I can't. I said not to touch anything. Yes, I don't touch anything in the wagon. This is outside. <laughs> this poor child is being bullied. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna have so fair, much fun playing this He said he touched the wagon before, mm. so it should be fine. But well, okay. no reason to put civilians in more danger than they have to be. I'll go sure. up and try the wagon. I will. You know, walk up the steps of the wagon and attempt to open the door. As you're walking up, like, to one of the steps, you're like, hurry, 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 because you're like a big guy walking on these small kind of wooden steps. And you said that you attempt like, to... You said, under my weight. Yeah, stuff. you guys see it kind of like bow just underneath them just a bit. Is everybody inside the tent, by the way? I was just curious. Everybody go inside? Yeah. Okay. I'm cool. inside. Cool. As is my character. Yeah, we're all here, I think. Okay. Okay. So, as you guys see uh, Tina go up to the top of the wagon, are you? You said you're gonna try to open it. Yep, I will try to. Or open the door. Yeah. Open the door. Yep. I'll just try the knob first. Yeah, you you turn the knob and it just it just just opens. It's not locked. It was maybe like a little stiff, just because like the wood expanded, but by Mm. no means is it locked. Gentry goes. You sure this thing was locked, kid? He goes, yeah, I, I'm not very strong. Mm. He looks sincere, too. Like, not, he doesn't look like he's like, yeah, trying yeah. to BS you. Mm. Uh, I would pick mm. up, uh, like, magic wise if there was something like charming the kid or something like that, right? Correct. There's okay. no magical so know... anything coming from this child. It is a normal child. Okay. That is a good so that was a good he's... thing to ask, but no. He literally okay. just seems like a normal child that wasn't there for the show and missed what happened as far as what and then he went in and saw people start to go inside the wagon. That's everything he's told you so far has seemed truthful as well. 
Uh, is the door open at this point? I don't. Yes. Yep. Um, the door to the wagon's okay. open. Would you like to look inside? Uh, sure. I'll peek in and say like, "Hello, I don't want in here." Uh, nobody responds back, but I'll describe the interior for you. Sure. The interior of the wagon is just as impressive as the outside. Plush red velvet cushions, cushions line a bench along the back of the wagon. A grand wardrobe, its doors slightly ajar, lines one of the walls. A large mirror stands above an oak maple t- makeup table, and a basket of rolls and fruits rests next to the makeup table. Pretty gaudy place in here. <laughs> uh... So yeah, so you just kind of stuck your head out when you saw that stuff, so... Everyone else is still kind of outside the tent. Just looks like a normal wagon from here. I'll shout to the group. Do you uh, see my mom or dad? Not yet, kid. I'll keep looking. Where could they be? That's weird. I still don't like the presence coming from the wagon, though. Um, Ember's gonna climb up the steps and try to push past uh Tinor and get into the get into the wagon to investigate for herself. I think you'd have a better chance walking underneath my like between my legs. <laughs> yeah, or that. <laughs> Gentry goes over to Pazeros and goes, Wow, you're like a big lizard. <laughs> Tinor finds that very funny. <laughs> As it is somewhat racially insensitive, and he finds <laughs> your humor funny. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so Ember is inside the wagon. Tina, are you up the, on the steps still, or did you walk back down? Are you and Ember both inside uh, the wagon? You both I'm, can fit inside the wagon. Like, it's pretty spacious I'm, inside. Yeah, I'm still on the steps. I guess I will kind of, you know, roll my eyes a little bit about how she pushed past me and stuff, but I will follow her inside as well. I will be in the wagon. I think Zero is going to also get a little closer because he wants to figure out what exactly is making all the magical racket in a sense. So he'll go into the wagon and leave Pazaros with the kid. It's his problem now. Gentry goes to Pazaros. Is your tongue like a lizard? Stick my tongue out and it's... uh. A deep purple color. Yeah, that, 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 you're a lizard, stop. That doesn't look right. Poison just drips (laughs) from my mouth. (laughs) It just, like, sizzles and touches the ground. (laughs) He goes, that's gross. I get that her name says Kiss, but God, Mr. Lizard, come on, stop. (laughs) And he goes walking over towards the wagon. I'm going to have so much fun with this character. You have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) So he starts to head towards the wagon, Pazaros. All right, I'll stay close near him. I'll move my character. Hold on. Oh yeah, I'll let you take care of him. Yep. So he's walking up towards the wagon, hops inside. Okay, the people that are inside the wagon. Mm-hmm. What would you guys like to do? Uh, is everyone in the wagon at this point? Like, did Gentry and Pazaros also go? Yeah, Gentry entered. I assume Pazaros followed him. Yes. Okay. Yes. I figured. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So everyone's inside. Hmm. Oh, Tara, to um specifically point at something for us, uh, Ciro. Uh, Your immense yeah. amount of magic you're feeling is coming from the slightly ajar wardrobe. Wow! What a shocker. 
Just telling you. You used to take magic. I'm making sure you get yeah. the full full use of your spell. You know. Yeah. Because it was good to Thank use you. it. It was smart to to use it. Yeah, um, brain. So what do other people want? Does anybody? Yeah. What do you guys want to do? Well, Sue is going to point out the fact that, you know, big scary magic object seems to be the wardrobe. I'll, uh, you said that there's like bread and stuff on the tables, right? Uh, I said that there's rolls and fruits, yes. All right. I'll kind of like take a roll and uh, break it in half to see if it's still, you know, like oh. fresh. Oh, it is very fresh. Oh. Mm. It is fresh as well as all the fruit by it. So that means someone was here recently. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll do this. There is four of you. Um, yeah. If all four of you want to investigate and perceive different things inside the wagon, you may do that right now to see what each of you find. I call the mirror. You want? To, yeah, if you guys want to call where to go, that's fine. So there's all a... Right. There's a... There's the makeup... Oh, what is it? The large mirror? Yeah, so there's a mirror. There's the wardrobe. Yeah, so there's a mirror, a wardrobe. Yeah, mirror, wardrobe, cushions, or um, the... Uh, what's the other one? Um, or inside the wardrobe, I suppose. Oh, I don't Hang think on. anyone should go in there yet. But um, I'm, I guess I can investigate the wardrobe, seeing as I've been the one keeping an eye on it this whole time. Hmm. Oh, that'll do it. Twenty-four. Yeah. All right. So, hang on. So, I'll, I'll let everybody roll as well, and then we'll go through the list, and I will do them as order of least to most impactful, because some of these are more impactful than others. Yeah. I guess I'll keep looking at the food. I also want to try to persuade Gentry into like taking the food back to horse the horses to get them out of the way and stuff. So I might do that as well. Anyways, I'll I'll roll for the. Uh, Food checker first. Let me get my. Uh, what would that be? Perception. Oh uh, yes, these are all perception, okay. or or investigation, depending on what you want to do, whichever you. Oh, better. I did mine as investigation. Is is your perception better? Oh my, I think my perception is better, but. Okay, so and you're looking at the mirror, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so here's, here's what you guys find. Who, um, so, uh, yeah, Pazero. the cushions. The cushions? Then? Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So Pazero got the cushions. Um, uh, Ember. I'm still looking at the food. Yeah, you're looking so. at the food. Ember's looking at the mirror and, uh, Sierra's looking at the, the wardrobe. wardrobe. Okay. Pazros make sure to bring the small boy with him, keeping an on him. Okay. Um, if you want, okay. So I need a check from you, Pazros. Yeah. It does the. Yeah. Oh yeah, there it is. Yep. Uh, hold on, hold on, because I have advantage. You have advantage oh. for the small child. <laughs> to investigate, I have advantage. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, well, twenty-two is amazing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So by looking through the the um in the cushions. You find a leather pouch containing 50 gold pieces. Oh, cool. Hey. Next one would be the mirror, or the mirror. So the mirror is going to show that 
you see that there are some boxes in the reflection of the mirror. There's about, f- there's four of them tucked underneath what appears to be the, the couch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to look at those now. Yeah, so you see that these are four complete disguise kits. Huh. Interesting. And they're each in like, they're a little like, it's like a little baggie in each box. Hmm. While, while Tent Teener is eating, or are you eating any of the fruits or are you just like looking at them? Uh, I'm just looking at them. Yeah. As you're looking around at them, you see right, right in like your field of view, as you're looking at the bowl, you're also like looking in the direction of the mirror. You see that there's mm. three pots of makeup. One is red, one is black, and one is white. Hmm. Interesting. And for Zero, yep. are you opening the wardrobe, or what are you doing? You're just looking on the outside? Um. Well, can I tell, is the magic coming from inside the wardrobe? That is correct. It's seeping out through the opening. Okay, so I'll kind of look in, maybe, hopefully, without touching it. Okay, yeah, as you peep in, you see that there's this, like, fancy red satin dress. Just, like, hanging on, like, the inside door. But as you, like, look straight ahead, like, past that, Hmm. you see that there's no other clothing anywhere inside of here. And instead, it looks like that there's steps leading Hmm. down into what appears to be darkness. Oh. Yeah, I might point that out to everyone. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna try to roll persuasion. That's the thing, right? Persuasion? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. Alright. I'm gonna try to roll persuasion to get uh, Gentry out of here again, because I still don't want, you know, civilians getting in the way of the job and stuff. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna crouch down in front of Gentry and say, Gentry, I've got a very, very important job for you. As we were walking into town, we noticed that there were some horses and that they were very hungry. So I need you to take these rolls in fruit and I'll give them, you know, I'm assuming that they're in a basket or whatever, so I will hand him the basket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need you to take these, this food over to the horses and feed them because they need food, okay? And I will roll. A D20 minus one. Eleven. Eleven. He goes, I I will if you guys wait for me. You come back. I just I just went alone for five days and, and I don't want to be alone because what if some some bad people show up? Like you guys were good people, but I can't fight. Look at me. And you look around right, uh, like let me check my deception real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally lying to this kid and saying that we will wait for him when I actually have no plans to. Uh if he does this. So uh I'll go sure kid, we'll wait for you. Uh give me a deception. Take to roll. 1d20 minus 1. Yikes. That's a one. He goes, he, he goes, Mr. I had to feel like you've been trying to get rid of me since you first saw me. That's not very nice. I only want to find my family, Mr. I'm sorry. I just want to go with you. I mean, mm. think about it. Like, 
how will we know if we found this kid's family? We don't know what his family looks like. He's the only one who does. He points. Like, yeah, he points at her. She knows what she's talking about. I listen to her. Yeah, she, she right. brings I, up the point. I want to yeah. kind of like pull Ember over to a corner to discuss. This, <laughs> this is so good. Like, I love this. Our job over. isn't to find this fucking kid's family. It's to get our lord's dude. I do not care about this kid's family. I'm just here to complete the mission. So well, we, gonna, like, we're you putting know. this kid in danger for no oh. reason. Yeah. Sarah's I mean, also going to point out if we're picking... That. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say we don't know that for sure. We don't know what's down there. It could be dangerous. It could be fine. We don't know. And with the amount... Look, look at him. Coming off of it. As you, guys look at him, as you guys look we at him, bringing a small child into what seems to be some sort of necromancer's dungeon. I, for one, don't think that's a good idea. It's like abjuration and necromancy if that helps. That's why, like, the fruit's still preserved and other things. If it gets it I don't know what that means. I'm it's like it, <laughs> abjuration is like the altering of things. Yeah. Okay. Illusions, illusionary like magic that. that's I why see. like that steps okay then the steps are more illusionary than necromancy I suppose if that helps that's why like you didn't see okay. the steps outside but there's steps here you know what I'm saying like those All aren't right. like dead man's steps those are illusionary like vibes you're getting more than necromancy maybe there's like mm-hmm. the slightest hint of necromancy compared to illusionary Just and honest. as you guys as Ember goes like I mean look at him he Gentry looks over at Pazaros and he goes so do you like eat bugs or I don't know what do lizards eat? I eat small creatures. I'm small. Indeed you are, <laughs> young one. Indeed you are. <laughs> he, he looks over a god. Now dude... tell me, little one, what are your family's names? Oh we yeah, were... I can tell you all about mom, dad, and my sister. There's a whole actual part here about Gentry's family, so thank you, Ty. Oh nice. <laughs> He goes, yeah, so my Tabitha, she's my big sister. She's like 15. Uh, she's got long red hair. Uh, yo, she's a pain to live with. I, I do miss her. And, uh, oh, oh, my dad, my dad, uh, uh, his name is McGill, McGee, McGee. So I don't know my dad. I call him dad. Um, so he's kind of short. He's, got, he's, he's balding. Uh, he's, he's a human and um, he's missing an eye. He's got this, he's got this black eye patch. Uh, he had an accident when he said he was little. He didn't tell me what it was, though. I've always been curious about what he did. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My mom, her name's Sandy. She's nice. Um, she's a little plumpy kind of woman, little big. Um, she's got reddish hair, too, just like my sister. Um, she's got an apron. Oh, she bakes all the time. These cookies, oh my god. Um, oh yeah, she actually owns a bakery here in town, and... And she makes these, oh, these sourdough bread knots. Oh, they're so yummy. I, I'm sorry. I know you eat bugs. You probably don't like it. Um, <laughs> bugs and, well, and as you put it, small creatures like mice. Um, but yeah, everybody else, she makes these good. She makes these good sourdough bread knots. Yeah. All right, then. Now listen here, young one. You must remain here while we do our job. But you must stay stri- strong and brave and guard the tent while we are gone. Do you think you can do that? I mean, I don't know. You want your family to return, no? 
Yes. I want to see what's going on. He might just be, he's like, I've been alone for five days. Just out here trying to survive. And I, my first time I finally get to go in here. And I just want to make sure my family's doing okay. Just like you. You want to make sure my family's doing okay. I want to make sure my family's doing okay. All right, then. Your mind is made up, no? Yes. Uh, I'm going to try to get him to, you know, go away one more time here. <laughs> my my third tactic, the last resort, intimidation. <laughs> okay. I mean... Listen, kid, I like you. Let's keep it that way. If you get hurt or whatever down there, I'm not going to save you. And if you get in our way, I'm not stopping Pazzy Boy over here from doing whatever he wants. Uh, and then I will roll. That is a plus two. So here's hoping it goes a tad better. 17. 17, he goes, Well, you're very persistent, mister. And I don't want you to hurt me. So I guess I have to stay here. That's a good kid. But if you see them, if you see them, tell them I'm doing okay. Because they might be worried. I don't know. Sounds good, boss. He goes, wait, so do I wait here in in the wagon? Wait outside of the wagon, why don't you? Go, uh, I would say go check on the horses. You can bring some of this back to them. Before go he goes, I will hand him a small crossbow and a few bolts and say, <laughs> if anything is to attack you, be strong and attack back and then run. Understood? What does this do? Let's try. This is probably how your father lost his eye. I'll toss my hand axe uh, as well. Uh, well you know, like, like, we're just loading the weapon. Here, do you want a spear? Here, take Ember's spell book. Here, you know, just take. Whatever, I got one to spare. Yeah, so, so make yeah, sure I'll that you guys subtract those from your inventory, at least just, just for now. Yep, yeah. I am removing it from my inventory. I'll show him how to use the crossbow, and it'll be good. Good, good, good. And remember, kid, these aren't toys, so don't just go fire them around willy-nilly. Use them only in case of emergency. Who's he gonna hit? Him? The horses? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, my dad. No, <laughs> my dad's other eye. <laughs> yeah, there we go. He goes. Cool. He goes. Well, thank you all so much. I, I only learned I think Tina's name. I think I don't know what the rest of you guys are called, but uh, but thank you. And then I, I hope you can bring them back. Okay. We'll, we'll do our best. Do our best. Yeah. We'll yeah. do our best. From life or death. Like that just sounds scary. Okay. It just that just made me think of me like <laughs> if one of them's dead, we just bring them back to life and like <laughs> a zombie. Yeah. Look here. Look, I find your, your mom. It's great. Would you always want? She has already decayed uh, quite a bit yes. and is missing most of her flesh at this point. But you know, it's her. <laughs> Big brother and Big Brother Ed. <laughs> no. Oh God! Is that right? Little brother Gentry. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be fucked up or what? <laughs> yeah.
All right, let's get into this wagon. You gotta get this show on the road. All right, Gentry is gone. All right, you've convinced Gentry to stay. I am going to get all y'all here, and I'll describe as we... Okay, so you guys are now in the wagon alone. Gentry leaves. As he walks out the door, he goes, Mr. Lizard, I'll try to catch you some munchies, you little creatures, right? That's right, young one. That's right. Tionor still finds this acts of racism uh, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> As he's walking down the stairs, he goes, well, I hope he likes rats. And then he closes the door. He was not wrong. You're that Pazzy boy, fine dining for you tonight. <laughs> the feast, the yeah. feast of kings, if you will. <laughs> all right, let's, okay, I will describe all this going on as we... Okay. <laughs> It's dark, right? So torches. Oh, have we descended the staircase? The okay, I was gonna describe. So the stairs, I have the stairs here. Um. Oh. Hmm? That's yeah. No, you guys are good. Uh, yeah, at least I'm in the darkness. But yeah, so there's darkness. Yes. Cool. Torches, torches. I think I have. Actually, what are the stairs made out of before I make any stupid decisions? Like, are they stone, wood? What these stairs are... We'll say, uh, we'll say that these stairs are wooden, like the ones outside. He, he leaps head first right. down the stairs. So, yeah, what's the walking order? Because this will matter. I, I was thinking about maybe throwing a match down there to see how far it goes and stuff. But uh, I feel like I do not want to light the entire place on fire. That's so. Safe. I can create yeah. a bonfire down there if you want. <laughs> nah. Well, I mean, I, I was going to do it from the top of the stairs to kind of see how far they lead down and maybe give a little insight as to... I think I know. have something that will make things brighter mm. somewhere. Well, Just like, casually using up all my spell slots before actually, like, doing, doing anything. Yeah. It, it's probably not too necessary. I was hoping to gleam a little info before we went down, but if we can't, then we can't. You know? I mean, I can, I have like to, I said, um, I can make a bonfire. I have the light cantrip. Oh, oh that oh, works. That'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Make so, sure you use um, it, see if you can get a peek down there. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, same. Okay. Yeah. Um, All the light. So I just have to pick an object to um, light up. Uh, whoever's first, maybe like their armor. Oh, I mean, I wanna, I wanna try to gauge the depths of how far down these stairs go before we actually start descending. So I have a dice set. I will give you a die to light up, and then we can kind of roll it down to see how far they go and stuff. I can offer a crossbow bolt. Ooh, that that's a little better. better. Don't have a crossbow. So you don't break up your dice kit. <laughs> yeah, God forbid. We when, gave uh, away all our crossbows. You know, when, I, when the final boss asks for a game of dice, I wouldn't want to be missing a die. I mean, there's a lot I of checker bolt. I've got like 20, so. I mean, it, it probably just. It'll probably stay intact when it's shut as well, so we can just pick it up once we actually go down the stairs or whatever. True. But, yeah. So are we gonna are we gonna shoot the crossbow down the stairs? Uh, or are we just gonna like kind of toss the bolt down there and see what happens? 
I am fine with either. Yeah, either way. Just like, my one concern is that there could be something alive at the bottom of the stairs, but at the same time, uh, I don't Nothing's think Kino would come up care. here with all that commotion. Yeah, that's true. Eh, screw it. Why not just fire it? Alright, um, so Sarah's gonna take out his crossbow and ready it. And I guess Ember will place the light cantrip. Yep, so I touch the, the crossbow bolt, um, and so, so now the object is shedding a bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for an additional 20 feet. Nice. Alright, ready? Aim and fire. I don't think I have to roll anything for that. Nope, We're just shooting fine, it down yeah. the hole. Uh, it's going to descend about 60 feet, and then you hear it go, Ching! as it hits like the ground. Mm. So we can't see how far it's gone. It has gone sixty feet and hit the ground. Well, actually, we can kind of, we could probably. It's see stuck it in like are. the wooden ground part. Okay. And you can see it's radiating. And it shows that there's like the stairs that you were on appear to be normal stairs. As like the light went down real fast, just like mm. lit up the area, right? Yep. And it hit like the wooden ground. So it looks like the stairs go down and then they level off. But you can't see All like right. further ahead because this is kind of like a. Oh, I don't want to say, like, air quotes, corridor. It's kind of like a corridor of Got darkness, it. if you will. No, 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 I get you, I get you. All right, cool, cool. Uh, let's see, is there anything else we want to investigate inside the room? I mean, it seems pretty apparent that, you know, this is our clown mistress's room. Uh, so, you know, between the makeup, the dress, all that stuff. Uh, she has some disguise kits under the couch. Do you think that those will come in handy? Might as well take them. Okay. Ember's gonna pocket those four disguise kits. That Shout she out, Ember. Had. I thought you would have forgot. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. It was in the back of my mind, but I don't think that Ember ever shared it, so I didn't want to mention it. No, and then I appreciate you not metagaming, because she was the only yeah. one that did see it. That was awesome. Thank you. Hazardous, uh, take the dress. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Puts do, you, it on. do you want to divvy out the disguise kit or just have everyone or one person carry all four or some combination? Um, I think we could each take one. Yeah, might as well. It's convenient that there are four of us and four disguise kits. Mm-hmm. What are these disguises? Pazaros will ask. Uh, for just... disguising. Well, yeah, but like, like of what, what sort? Clowns? Yeah, so some have like clown makeup. Some of them have like um, different like markings that you can put on your face to make yourself look older, younger. Um, and these all kind of have like like the basic stuff. Like there's no like wigs and like big things in them. But some of them have like different tapestries you could wear. Like one of them kind of has like a king regalia. Another one has like um. Like uh, what like a uh, knight would wear, etc. So like some have like little costumes in it. You kind of have a little freedom here to kind of say what you have in it. Hmm. Alright. Actually, I could. You know what? Hang on. I'll tell you exactly what's in it. I'll look up D and D disguise kit because I don't know what's in it fully offhand. Oh, it's probably better. Pick the knight since all I need is a helmet. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly what's in it. Ready? 
This mm-hmm. pouch of cosmetics, hair dye, and small props lets you create disguises that change your physical appearance. Proficiency with this kit lets you add your proficiency bonus to any ability checks you can make to create a visual disguise. Cool. So it is, yeah, it has cosmetics, hair dye, and small props. Oh boy, I can't wait to use the hair dye on all my non-existent hair. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, Alright, shall the, we? Uh, the night outfit. Yeah. Descent. Uh, who's first? Uh, I'll take point. Alright. I'll, I'll take, take point. We'll do it in character. I will follow. I'll follow. I'll be um somewhere in the mix there. <laughs> okay. So I can describe what happens now. So you guys are going down the stairs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. The stairs ascend sixty feet, level off for about fifty feet, and then ascend for a hundred and thirty feet. I'm assuming you guys probably. So it kind of like goes down and flats and back up. Just to play with you, I guess. Well. It's going to end at a grand brass door with the words Tasha's Madhouse expertly engraved across the brass. Hmm. Try the door. <laughs> I suppose there's nothing else to do. I'll, you know, try opening the door. Oh yeah, no, it opens very well. Like it goes, it opens, and as soon as you open it, it goes. A little confetti happens. Ah, very cute. So how's do I still have my so, detect magic? So the door's going? gonna swing for like ten minutes. Oh, I mean, you're you're now like completely engulfed in this abjuration magic. Like you're not able to sense anything else right now. This yeah. hallway, the door, everything. Love it. Um, okay, right. the door swings inwards, quietly opening. Ready? And then I'll move you guys to the next thing. Okay, so the door opens inwards. Ooh. Quietly opening to a room with three small tables in the center, and wooden chairs rest on either side of each table. Two of the tables are currently occupied, and normal-looking human sits across from a faceless humanoid. The human's eyes are closed, and an expression of joy fills its face. The hands and fingers of the faceless creature across from it chaotically dance as if the creature is weaving the air. A gnome woman walks up to you, her face an empty palette with no features, only skin. She holds a book and a writing implement. So picture almost like a, like those um, uh, models in the mall. Yes, a mannequin. Thank you. Her body gestures Thanks, as she it. speaks to you, though she has no mouth. Her words come to you in your native tongue. As she speaks to your mind. So does anybody here... I mean, you guys probably speak different languages. So whatever language or character would probably know most proficiently, she says to you in that language, Good, good. Please take a seat. Uh, Where do I check what languages I know? Actually, I don't think I know any. Oh, common and giant. Very nice. Yeah, I'm going to assume Elvish, seeing as I'm an elf. Um, Ember would probably be most proficient in common. Yeah, I'd assume it'd be common for me as well. As she says this, the, um, you see that the humanoid and the one that's like the humanoid pantomime, like across from him, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, hang on. Yeah, so there's a total of, actually, let me rephrase. There's a total of about f- three of these people here, like the little pantomime people that you can see. Mm. And there's two kind of hallways that go to each side of the room that you guys cannot look into yet. Because you're not obviously down there. You're still by the doorway. Um, oh, can I say that Sierra picked up the bolt as well? Oh, yes. I probably assumed cool. that you did. So, you see as you guys, as like the little character there kind of like waves its fingers at you guys and tries to motions for you to come near it. The humanoid and the other one are going to stand up. And they just start to walk to the, just checking my stuff quick, sorry, the left portal, or the left doorway, I'm sorry, the left doorway, like the walkway to the left here. Mm. The, uh, I assume that the granny and the other person is still seated, or can we not see them yet? Um, well, you guys are way over here. From what you can see, um, she's looking like she's not enjoying what's happening. But the uh, manic, the mannequin like esque girl with the little bun in her hair is still like motioning for one of for one of you guys to move forward and follow it to a seat. So she has writing utensils as well. Yes, she has like a book and looks like some papers. I'm gonna stand back and you know just sort of go why. You know, just like ask ask the thing why it wants us to take a seat. It repeats and goes, Good, good. Please take a seat. As it motions its hands more aggressively to like try to be like follow it. I don't like this. Well, it seems we only have one option. And Hazarus will slowly walk towards the table. Um Ember's gonna follow Pazaros. Yeah. I'll let you uh, guys move so, your people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the black circles or the black circles are columns. I'm sorry, oh, I didn't oh, forget oh, to oh, oh, Okay. So, right. Yeah. I'll kind of stand a little like behind and to the left of you. Yeah. Pazaros chose the bottom right chair. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you guys walk over to to the right side, like that was where the uh, humanoid was sitting, correct? Before Correct. he got up and left, went to the left side following the little mannequin. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know why I'm answering you. You're the fucking DM. Oh, I, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, and when he gets up to and he moved there, he had like the biggest smile on his face. He looks so happy. Just letting you know. Mm. As you guys walk over here, like you guys, the old you hear the um the older woman go. Oh, I, I don't like this, and not not one bit. As she's kind of making a wrinkled face covered in a scowl with squinty eyes. Mm. She gets up and is moved around the back side of the table where the mannequins are so that they're not in your way as they pass by you guys and head towards the walkway to the right. Hmm. Uh, I probably should have investigated the old lady, see what was going on before they left. Oh, too late now. Okay. So, just Pazaros is sitting there at the table? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pazaros, I'm going to need you to make a check, my friend. Yeah. All right. I'm going to need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. As you see that the um, creature that's sitting there starts to weave its fingers, and you see, like, sparkles kind of appear from its hands. Oh. 
Okay. Let's see if I have anything for. Okay, I'm tracking, so wisdom save. Ooh, negative one. This would be fun. I thought you were saying that's what you rolled for a second. Oh, I was like, how the hell is that even possible, dude? Eleven. You suddenly have this feeling of joy, love, and happiness. And you find that your current situation you're in is not scary or unknown, but you're, it's just re- super pleasant. And you can't wait to experience more of this exotic place. Friends, come, come sit with me, please. This the, is a wonderful place. The little, um, the little pe- pe- person across from you kind of points to the hallway to follow where the human and the other one went. Wow. It seems there must be more joy this way. To the right. And uh, you're going to happily move over to where that they directed you to go. I'm gonna... I don't like that. Yeah, I'm going to, like, grab Pazaros' uh, shoulder and be like, Hey, Pazzy boy, snap out of it. We got a job here. Completely ignores you and just keep walking to the left. Hmm. Which is where, like, the hallway to the left went with the humanoid. And then the, uh, the little thing motions for someone next to sit down. Uh, yeah, I ain't doing that. Yeah. Tyler, you, or your character um, is convincing them and trying to get them to sit down by explaining that he's having such a good time. Is the thing still, like, waving their hands and stuff? Oh, yeah, and it's saying... Good, good. Please, uh, please, take a seat. Like, like sparkling and whatnot. Oh no, 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 no! Once it did, it's done. It's not doing that anymore. It's just now oh, motioning okay. with his hands like it was when you first came in to to take a seat and pointing in the chair. Comrades, trust me, you will have a wonderful time. As a big snarling smile comes across his face. I'm gonna try to chop his hands off. <laughs> okay, so what? you're you're attacking this thing. Yep. Oh, uh, there's a whole thing here for if these things get attacked. This is fun. Okay. Hey, boy. I'm gonna take my gray sword, lift it up above my head, and just fucking swing down like Gandorf. Uh, if you play Smash Ultimate. Hey. Yeah. All right. Uh. Give me a, give me a d20. Here's my roll. 18. Is it? Oh, yeah. Alright, uh, since I'm using a great sword, that'll be 2d6 plus 3. And I also have an ability, since I'm proficient with, uh, two, like, great weapons or whatever it says, uh, where if I roll a 1 or a 2, I'm allowed one re-roll for that die. That's really oh, good. Cost damage. Oh. Oh. I think you need the slash roll. roll. Yep, slash Sorry, roll. No, 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 you're good. No problem. That's going to hit like a truck. Okay. Let's see. Nice. Ten. Okay. Big damage. So that happened. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. Everybody but Pazaros is going to roll initiative. Oh, nice. Alright. Pazaros has now gone into the left room. Oh boy, we're gonna have to follow him. 
Bye. Have a great time. <laughs> True. Uh, let's see here. Want to say that's definitely wrong. Great. What what I need to roll a uh, twenty on? I'm gonna have them all move as a collective unit because there's a few of them. Yikes! Looks like I am not gonna be going first. Nice twenty though. I'm sure, it's fucking. Are we supposed to be able to see your dice, Ryan? Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Sure. So it will be zero ember the faceless lady things and then Tinor. Yep. Gotcha. You said zero ember uh whatever faceless things, things yep. that were fighting and then Tinor. Okay. Zero gets to go. Oh boy. Um so you see that there's the one that Tenor just kind of took his great axe and tried to smash his head of the thing that was there. And you see, like, like a chip of, like, a porcelain kind of doll part comes, like, off of its head. But it turns and rotates its head. And I'm like... I like the sound of that. And, like, as a reaction to, like, the hit, it just kind of points to the other hallway from when... From where uh, Pazaros went. Hmm. Guess we can... Yeah, and to say, um, you see that the porcelain one from that drop, like, comes from where the old lady went, and comes back without the old lady, and then the one that was that brought the human is back in the room as well, mm-hmm. after hearing like the the shattering of the glass of hitting its head. We're gonna bop this thing with a great sword. I'll do the the same one Tinor hit. Um, right, so you're gonna you gonna, gonna, gonna hit? Right? No, that probably won't hit. I need to know where you went. It? I'm going to go somewhere somewhere over by Tinor to bop this one. Okay. Mm. Does not hit. As you do it, it kind of rotates its yeah. head around to, like, dodge you. Like, you kind of see, like, it, like, as, like, it, like, shifts to the right. Instead of, like, like a fluid motion, it just, like, goes to the right. Dodging your attack. And it also points at you and then points to the hallway where the old lady went. Versus where Hazarus went. Uh, this might be a stupid question, by the way, but yep. does she get anything for getting a fucking nat 20 on the initiative roll, or is that not a No, thing? sorry. No, sadly. You hate to see it. You hate to see it, mm-hmm. but pretty much usually we'll always go first unless somebody rolls higher, so that's... Yeah, yeah fair enough. Ember. Okay, um, so from where I'm standing, um, I'm going to shoot the um ray of frost cantrip at the same one that um Ciro just tried to attack um which is a frigid beam of blue white light that streaks toward a creature within range so i have to like roll to see if that lands what does it say on it or does it have to make a save what does the spell say oh um it doesn't it just says make a ranged spell attack. Yep, then you just, yep, you make that and then you add your spell modifier. Yes. Yep, you're fine. If okay. it says make a ranged spell attack, you do it. If it says um, have them roll a save, then it's, yeah. Okay. Thirteen hits. Okay, so that is, um... 2d8 damage. 
Do I keep the same modifier? No, um, I think it's just 2d8, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Unless you have, do you have a spell, is your spell attack modifier you added to the roll? Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I think the, yeah. Thank. Yeah. Okay. A little bit of damage. Maybe like it just like, maybe you just like shot at it and because it moved its head from Ciro's hit, it just grazed maybe where its head should have been right, right through its neck, like through the side of it for three, okay. three cold damage. And then it points at you and also points down the hall. Um, they're going to go now. So, with Ciro and Tina being next to each other, you're going to see that from its uh, rolled up paper scroll, it's going to point at you guys. And in a 30-foot cone, I'm going to need both of you guys to make a <laughs> intelligence saving throw. All right. Let me see what I got for that. All right, just straight d20. Yikes. <laughs> oh, yikes. Big yikes, dude. Okay. Right. I'm fine. At least one of us is good. All right, you're going to take some damage, and uh, condition's going to affect you. So yeah. you're going to take uh, two psychic damage. Got and it. you've now become stunned. Uh, the one that came out of the old, um, from where the old lady was, it's going to point its scroll at you, and you are going to go flying up in the air, and you're almost kind of in, like, a psychic kind of bind, almost like a jailish kind of, like, uh, wrap around you, yeah, as the you. one pulls you to the right side while you're stunned. Oh, epic. Oh, no. Oh, so he's just gone. So I will uh, I'll reveal the both areas now that the people are... are In them. And then, mm. yes. Um, so, Pazarus, um, I'll do you first, because you went to the left side. I'll show that to the group here. So, Pazarus, as you went over here, I'm jumping between all these pages. Which fun. You're going to see that you are in front of this, where this other kind of porcelain one is. So, there seems to be a porcelain one that's by the portal as well. And it looks at you, smiles and waves, and motions for you to walk through this gigantic goblin-looking mouth. Am I able to resist, or...? Oh no, you were having a great time. You were very happy. You think this is great. You're like, oh, the next section? Oh, fantastic! <laughs> Adventure full sprints. Um, so, unable to resist his curiosity and joy, Pazaros will uh, continue to walk towards the goblin mouth. Okay. It resembles like the face of like a laughing goblin looking clown. And as you, you like go towards the mouth and you see that there's like a portal kind of set up. And you look down at the porcelain doll and the porcelain doll lady there puts a thumbs up. And you do a thumbs up back and walk through the portal. <laughs> Beat me up, Scotty. <laughs> yes. And I will show the other room for Tinar. Latino on the right side, there is no old lady. Same for how that there was no man. No human on the left side. But you see that there's the porcelain doll. Another one that's guarding the portal here. As the one that has you in a bind brings you over. And you're kind of like squirming. Even though like you're stunned. I'm, so you're I'm like kind of recuperating from the stun. I'm yeah, like, no, no, no. Like, like you're stunned. So like you can't move. Like, you're, like your eyes are like, bro, what is this? And the um, uh, one that's by the porcelain, one that's like by this, uh, 
the same head like of the clown goblin face puts mm-hmm. its thumbs up as the other one here just kind of goes woof and like just sends you woof, into the mouth just kind of throws me into it yep gotcha and then yeah there's that there ah <clears throat> uh, tinor it is your turn it is i will i assume that i just take my turn becoming not stunned Yes, and I will describe what's going on with you here. Okay, so. Alright. So you, after you go through this portal area here. Mm-hmm. As soon as you go through the portal. Yep. Instead of, like, seeing, like, arriving on a floor. Mm-hmm. You get thrown on this like floor in air quotes that all of a sudden dissolves below you, and you find yourself falling for several, like for at least a few minutes while you're getting unstunned. So you're in like right. the middle of darkness, just plummeting. Got it. I've been falling for thirty minutes. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're all good. Okay, so. To jump back. So that's basically how you're spending your time is you're like unstunned and you just kind of like pull your hands together and like pull them apart and you just break the psychic like binding around you. Because you're just plummeting. Okay. Alright. So Ciro, after having seen Tinor be brought forcefully down one way and your other compadre, Pazaros, go down the other way, this doll thing, as you saw, just like stunned your partner and took him away. With the assistance of another doll. What do you want to do here? One teammate went one way. The other teammate went the other. Are the dolls still attacking us or no? It is your I'm... turn. And the last thing you saw was that Tyner got stunned. And another one took him away. In a matter of six seconds. And the last thing you saw was like it pointed at you. And then pointed to go down to Tina's hallway. Hmm. And the same for Ember. Because you both were attacking it. So. Should so, we split up? I that's exactly what I I was thinking. I think we should split up. You go follow uh Paz and I'll go follow uh Tinor and we'll try to meet up at some point, hopefully. Maybe these two paths right. will converge or we'll we'll see each other when we get out of here, I'm sure of it. All right, sounds good. So with that, Sarah will go down the other hallway. He'll kind of, like, hesitate to see if the lady, like, stops him because, like, they did, like, the thing did point for him to go the opposite way that he's going. It did. So Ember goes along fine on the right side. Zero going to the left side. Zero, um, the one doll that's there is going to try to use that same psychic blast thing that it did to you to try to stun you. I'm going to need a wisdom throw. A wisdom throw. Yep. Wisdom save. Wisdom save. Yes. Okay. We Gucci. 17. Yeah, you just kind of brush it off like the doll points it at you. And you just kind of look at him. At the doll and the doll just like drops like it's, it's paper wand. And you're just allowed to keep walking through. Okay. We'll go. Following Pazros. Okay. 
Yeah, so what is, what is yours since you and Ember are the two that are like conscience thinking? What are you guys thinking when you see these like gigantic goblin clown looking skulls with like portals in their open, in their gazed open mouths? I'm a Probably not out. a fan. A little freaked out, not gonna lie. Alright, maybe it's not everybody's thing. That's fair. Alright. So, you each go through. Um, Sierra's gonna look and make sure like there's no other way to go. Um, you know, going through the scary clown map is not exactly um, high on his list of things he wanted to be doing today. <laughs> what? Okay. So, he's gonna, I guess, can he investigate the current room he's in. Or is that... Oh, and the new one? Or this one here? Yeah, the new, the new one. Okay. I'll go on the new so, one. Okay. So, yeah, so you oh, guys... Wait. Hang on. Okay, so you both no, have... No, the, one, the one with the mouth in it. The one with the mouth in it. Okay. Yes. I will say this. There is another porcelain doll by that portal. Yeah, so, so I'm gonna have to throw another wisdom throw. If you stay and look around the room. If you just run in the room and yeet in the portal, it's not gonna have time to shoot you. I didn't know what you wanted to do. If you want to take yep. the time to stop and look around, that's up to you. You know, I'm not going to risk it. Because with my luck, I'm going to throw garbage and then I'll be caught by it. And I feel like that's going to decrease my chances of, you know, not dying. So we'll just, you know, do a quick once over the room. Won't take long. And then yeet through their mouth. Because uh, that seems like the only way Pazros could have gone. Yeah, I know. There's no other ways that he could have went. So, sounds good. Do you want to hear more content from us? Then check out our Patreon link down below for more details. Or, if you even just want to have a chat with us, you can check out our Discord and Instagram. Links also below. And remember, DM told me to... Come one, come all, to see the marvelous DM told me to and its newest guest stars. <laughs>